Hey everyone, welcome to Tara and Miranda, the podcast. We'll be here every week to explore topics around what it means to live more fully and not just more busy. We hope that you join us. We hope that you enjoy where we're taking you and we hope that you take this opportunity to connect with yourself, to connect with us and to just bring more of your awesome into the world. Are you ready, Tara? So ready, Miranda. Then let's dive in. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode five of the Taryn Randa podcast. Can you imagine? Like, we are practicing. We're in the practice oh. of recording. Oh, a little, a little nod to uh, our, our, one of our lovely eventual squad members, Seth Godin, and his <laughs> new book, The Practice. Yes all about showing up even when you are tired and don't want to push through, but it's so important that you do because you are now a person that you said you want to be. Yeah. We committed to this. I was listening to Simon Sinek video the other day and he was talking about this quote that he heard. He basically said like, no, this is what you signed up for. You signed up for this. You chose this. And it's not from a place of, you know, you made your bed lie in it. Yeah. But it's, is this what you really want? Then you signed up for it. So commit and I'm here for you. Like, I've got your back. You're not alone. Which is so great. And I, I love that we're doing this together. Aww. You don't have to feel so alone. So th- that was a nice little start to where we want to go today. But before we even get into all of that, let's do our check-in. So Tara, yes. how are you today? I'm definitely still tired. Yeah. I've been playing with staying up too late, I guess. <laughs> You've been playing with it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to test my tolerance or something. I don't know. But as I said yesterday, when you have kids, that time disappears. You don't get it back. It's just kids get up, you don't have time to sleep in. So it's kind of gone. So that's here. But like, generally, I'm really good. Like, I feel optimistic. It's right now, I mean, recording this in the middle of the week, not as heavy a day for what we do normally, which always feels good. So there's just kind of like, oh, what will the day bring? And there's a light dusting of snow. So that is also exciting. I, I love winter when it comes to like the things that come with winter but I'm in my cozy house so it looks great outside (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a beautiful painting yeah so (laughs) tired but optimistic and hopeful and I'm happy we're doing this right now so that brings me some joy yeah what about you lady (sighs) well I I did end up having a a pretty good sleep last night so I I would say I'm feeling rested which is kind of different than your experience right now it I think part of the reason was I had an incredibly painful evening last night with my neck and my head and so it's like when that pain goes away your body just kind of goes and and you fall asleep really fast and you fall asleep really deeply because your body's trying to restore itself so I think that's part of why I slept so last night was I was in a really bad place last night and happy, very grateful that that pain is gone because 
Oh boy. Pain is, is a very um, demanding friend to have around. <laughs> you don't really get to think about or do many other things when you're in pain. I agree with you. I'm feeling really proud. We are choosing the life we want right now. It's not in a place of flow or ease yet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not there yet, but we're committed to it and we're going to get there. I'm just really proud of us for believing in this and not stopping just because it's feeling hard. High five to that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a beautiful segue into where we want to go today and what we want to talk about because we are not alone in the feeling of hard, in the feeling of trying to do something you really want to do and coming up against the big R that Stephen Pressfield talks about from time to time, if you've ever read The War of Art. And what is the big R, Miranda? The big R is resistance. I know, that's a heavy word. Yeah. Or it can be. Yeah. If you haven't read The War of Art and you don't really know what we're talking about exactly, the way that people or the way that Stephen Pressfield describes resistance is it's, it, it can be like a voice in that voice in your head that shows up when you are about to do something creative. Let's say, you know, if you're a writer, you're staring at that blank page, you want to write something or for Tara and I, it could be looking at, you know, the audacity platform right before we're about to record. And it's like, ah! you're outing me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm outing myself in that too, because believe me, that is not my strong suit. You know, it's the voice that shows up right when you're about to do something like that, that's creative, that's brave, that feels risky in the moment, that feels vulnerable maybe even. And it's the voice that shows up and says like, oh, not today. You don't have to. It's not a big deal. Just you can do it later. Or why, why are you even trying to do this? Who do you think you are? Yeah, there's so many levels to the voices that resistance can show up as. And what we've learned through this process is our resistance voice is really tricky. Mm, Yeah, they actually play against each other, don't they? Yeah, and it's (laughs) actually, I would say, in the form of self-care. It's kind of like, just you need to take care of yourself. Like, it's it's okay. You're tired. Like, you need some rest. So yeah, it, it's funny how it shows up. They're really tricky voices. They are. And to, to your point, Tara, sometimes when we are in relationship with people, our voices can actually like, co- co- they're, they're co- coercing with each other going, yeah, we can, we can work together and make them both decide the same thing at the same time, <laughs> which, you know, maybe gives them a little more like personification than needed. But essentially that, that's what it is. It's, it's the voice that wants to keep you safe. In coaching world, we call that the saboteur. Stephen Pressfield calls it resistance. You might call it something different. It's the same thing though. It is the thing that wants to keep you safe and wants to keep you comfy and wants to keep you small, not the thing you really want to be. I want to ask you, Tara, how are you experiencing resistance these days? Oh, yeah, right? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's different for different things we're at a level where we're being called to something like that much is clear because we're putting this out in the world and there's lots of things that go along with it. And as much as I've got 
strengths in planning and things that can keep us on track. It's the non-fun stuff that trips me up. So you brought up Audacity, which is the platform that we use to record. I cannot stand the technical stuff. I want someone to wave a magic wand and I want to say, okay, podcast done. And it appears in this wonderful thing, but that's not how podcasts work. When I am faced with the things that I don't like that require a lot of brain power outside of my creative place, I don't want to do those things. And so hence why I'm tired because that was what happened. I like left it till the last minute and yeah, that's, that's what happened. (laughs) And I don't like things at the last minute because that's not actually how I operate. At your best. Yeah. That's how you operate at your best. Thank you for clarifying. Mm -hmm. So that's one way. I would also say there's this fire right now that I'm feeling in terms of what's my next growth area, which is somewhat clear, but there's like so many paths I can take to that. It's like, do I want to invest in my coaching? Do I want to invest in my facilitation skills? Do I want to invest in whatever, right? There's so many areas that I could grow. Mm-hmm. And I find the decision-making paralyzing sometimes because it's, it's always like all of them are wonderful, but what's the one that really makes the most sense now? So it's like the paralyzing decision-making around my life. It's like, ah, am I right, the right, the wrong decision, the wrong decision. And what do I do with that? And ah, right. those types of things, which is just taking up mental space, exhausting. Hmm. Oh, that's an interesting permutation of resistance that, and I might be stretching here a little bit, but I, it just kind of occurred to me that perhaps resistance can also show up as just like overthinking. Oh, a hundred percent. I think. Yeah, I think so. What it's doing is making me delay the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Moving forward. And that's the point. I mean, the way that he writes about it and the way that we've heard different interviews on this topic. It's usually in line with creative work. So if I'm a writer and I'm sitting in front of a computer and I'm just like, oh, like I can't write, I've got writer's block, which Seth Godin says is a lie. (laughs) Like you've always got words in you, whether or not they're good is a different story. The mental tape that's playing when that's happening, which is like, I'm not a good writer. Why can't I write? Why is there something in my way? Why? And it's like, that's mentally exhausting. And it's taking your resources away from the thing you should be doing, which is just writing. Yes, that is um, really interesting. That if we could see it that way, hmm. you know, if we could see it that way, that my resources, like I only have so much energy. Mm-hmm. I only have so many resources available to me. Where do I want those resources to go? And oftentimes we're letting our brains decide, which are, you know, our brains are not that great guys. Like they're, they're okay. They're useful. (laughs) They're useful tools, but they're not always helpful (laughs) in every situation. And sometimes our brains go in this overdrive and we let it, we let them, we, them, it, we let (laughs) our brain take control over our energy and our resources and we don't, we're not in choice around where, that, where we're putting it. I think that's why it's so tricky because it feels like it's supposed to be a part of the process mm-hmm. and you have to be very conscious 
of like, oh, I'm in a loop. I'm doing something to myself, like to stop it. Otherwise you can just stay in it and never get anything done. That can be so many things that we do yeah. that with. I'm so curious because I feel like I gave you an aha moment and you're processing what is here. <laughs> What's going through your mind? Well, it's, it's just really interesting to me because I find I'm finding myself right now in a bit of an overthinking loop. Mm. I didn't really think of it that as resistance. I wasn't thinking about that as resistance. I was just thinking about it as indecision or, lack of prioritization or you know what I mean like being unable to do that I wasn't actually seeing it as part of that voice in my head that's just saying don't change anything <laughs> don't take a step in the right direction just like stay where you are because it's comfy here because a lot of my habits over the past few months since the pandemic started all of my good healthy habits not all of them I shouldn't say all of them but many of them have sort of gone to the wayside. Sure. And it's, it feels in this moment from where I'm standing, like there's a mountain now ahead of me, you know, like if we're trying to do this and I want to be, have good habits, you know, like we would say at work, high performance habits, but that's a very work term, but you know, the, the kinds of habits that allow you to do this kind of work at your best. Mm-hmm. if I want to start moving in that direction, <laughs> so there's quite a few things that I, I'm going to need to do. And I know what I know is that you can't do them all at once. That would be my old MO. My old MO would be like, all right, we're going to whip brand into shape and you're going to start working out and you're going to start eating healthy and you're going to start blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And you're going to do it all in the same week. And that will last for about a day and then you'll stop. So, so I'm just, I'm sort of in this loop of like, to your point, what's the thing? What's the thing? What's the right next thing? Mm-hmm. And I'm not choosing any of them. Well, that's easier, isn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. It totally is. And actually, I, you know, I have to give a shout out to my husband because he was like, well, I'm going to do, what did he say? He's going to do a no booze November. I'm doing a no booze November. You can do it with me if you want. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> So I sort of like latched onto his momentum a little bit. And so I'm doing that right now, which is great. But from where I'm standing, it feels like a mountain. And so the resistance is just don't do any of it. Yeah. Uh, As somebody who plans 10 steps ahead, it's debilitating because I'm trying to think of all the things and I do that naturally. Mm-hmm. I think of, okay, after this step, you do this step. And then after this step, you do this step. And after this step, you do this step. And one of my practices right now is no, one step, mm-hmm. one, you like have your goal, have the thing in mind that you want to achieve. So begin with the end in mind, mm-hmm. but what's next and forcing myself to, to focus on the next part yeah. because otherwise I'll like, it's paralyzing. I just stop. It's like, Oh, there's too much. Gotta, gotta stop. Yes, because you can't, you know, of all, of all the thought leaders that I've heard talk about this topic, you cannot expect to hit a large goal if you are not doing that. And if it were easy, everyone would be doing it, but not everyone's <laughs> doing it, right? The thing that's going through my mind right now is, you know, we're talking about work and we're talking about putting things out into the world and our ideal selves and all of that. 
And the thing that I'm thinking about is how we show up as people, which I think is the practice get, that gets thrown out of the window, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I want to be as a mother? How do I want to be as a friend? How do I want to be as a partner? How do I want to be as a daughter? How do I want to be a, like all of those things? Mm-hmm. And it's, I would say that's the hardest practice. It's like, how do I show up in integrity or how do I show up when I'm being hurt and I need to still stand and that I'm not going to lash back or how do I, you know, like it's so hard mm. and we're actually the meanest to the people we love the most. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they'll <laughs> forgive us. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but typically those people will forgive us quicker and more readily than, yeah, which is why we, we take advantage of those. People. Or they won't say anything and hold it against you secretly until you blow up. <laughs> Well, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm, I'm watching um, that new show, Ted Lasso, right now. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fabulous show, like in terms of all the things leadership, like it, it's just, they do such a beautiful job and it's, it's funny and delightful and all the things. So they've just done such a beautiful job. And there's a character, he's this young, the best one on the team but just terrible attitude, terrible leadership, like just like bullying everybody and doesn't give a crap about anybody, just cares about the fact that he's the best. Mm-hmm. And he wins most of, like he, get, he gets what he wants most of the time because he is the best. And what you're talking about is making me think of that because there comes a point. So let's say you are the best. Let's say we become the best. Let's say your goal is to be the best at whatever it is you're doing. And so you, mm-hmm. become, you get there, you become the best nobody gets a guarantee to be the best forever, right? Like you're not going to be the best forever. And so if you haven't done the work you're talking about, which is how are you going to show up? Because mm-hmm. once you're not the best, you're, you're done. Like no one's going to want to work with you. They only want to work with you because you're the best. And that is a very terrible place to be where the only reason people want you. And so now you have to hustle. So now you have to prove your worth every single day as opposed to just showing up as your most powerful, authentic self, when you were talking about all of that, that's what it was making me think of is the goal all of a sudden becomes important, but not as important as how you're showing up along the way. That's the sustainable part. Yeah. Cause I think that's actually what is underneath all of this resistance talk. It's who are you? How do you want to show up? Yeah. Do you say you're a writer? Be a writer. You say you want to do podcasts, do podcasts. That's an integrity piece. Once you say, and you promise, and it's not that you need to say it out loud, but once you say it to yourself, then be that. And hopefully you do say it to other people because that's a great accountability measure. (laughs) It's when you share it with other people and say, and raise your hand, right? And Mm -hmm. say, me, I want this. I want to be this person. I want to slow down here because we've been a lot of places and I kind of want to check in like, where are we in this conversation and where do we want to go next? I'm feeling like that's all well and good, but what do I do about it? Right. That's kind of the question that I have in my mind. Good question. No, resistance is hard. Got it. Noted. And I experience that every day. Tell me, what do I do? Well, you said something earlier about is it the right decision? Am I doing the right next thing? Mm -hmm. And I wonder, the thing that came up for me is I wonder if putting the word right 
is that part is is there resistance in that word even for me the answer to your question is as simple as take a step do something i think the the right is the next right thing for you for you and the deeper question then is how do you find that how do we find the right thing for us and you know there's a lot of different ways of doing that but i suppose we could even share with our listeners how we even begin to do that you know as coaches we we know some things about how to find the next right thing how do do we do that (laughs) we started with begin with the end in mind that has to be clear it really has to be clear one from an intention place what is my intention how do i want to show up in the world two is what you're actually trying to achieve so if you've ever done smart goals it's a really helpful framework for you to think about What is the thing that I'm moving forward? I mean, there's so many frameworks out there. We like that one. And two questions. So what do I get when I get it? And what's it cost if I don't do it? Because it's really hard to live. And this is where a lot of people's uh, friction comes in. It's really hard to live when you are trying to be something and you're not achieving it. You feel like a fraud. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because as you're talking, I'm going to this very, this very clear model that we talk about all the time, Tara, which is mm-hmm. the, grow, the grow model. Yeah. And you're in, you're in G right now. You're, you're showing people G, which is go- the goal. What is the goal? What is the vision? What is the thing you really, really want? And, and yeah, go deeper in that. Don't just envision it, but t- think about like do the, do the wonderful life thing. It's a wonderful life. Remember that movie? Do the wonderful life yeah. thing. Where it's like, if you were, ta- if that goal was taken away, what would your life look like? And if you had that goal, what would your life look like? Do the George Bailey thing. <laughs> and be honest with yourself. I think through this process, that was interesting because when we started, we wanted to do a podcast and we wanted to be on YouTube and we wanted to do all the things. And that was great. But then when we started to dive into, okay, what happens when we promise all this stuff? Is that sustainable? What does that look like? Which is now we're going into R, which is reality. R, the reality. It, it, it starts to make it clear, this is way far out of my comfort zone that I'm actually not willing to learn right now. So podcasting seems like the right thing because we talk, we're good at it, and we need to learn one new tool, yeah. which we've already been playing with. Right. And reality is going through the realities and and checking yourself around like, here's the goal I want. And here's where I am. You know, that can often be a sort of dejecting experience of like, if you do it right, you're actually giving yourself some slack. Okay, like, I'm not there yet. Accept that, you know, don't expect yourself to be further than you are. So you've given yourself some grace and some slack and you're and you're being honest with yourself. Here's where I am. And then the O, like you're talking about what is, what are the possible options that I could be doing? And we made a laundry list, the the options. We made that laundry list. Here's all the things we could do. But given where we are, here's all the things that don't make sense. And here's the one thing we do want to do. So then that's W, which is the way. So it's a, the grow model is a beautiful thing to take yourself through to begin to feel like you can move forward and pick the, the next right thing for you. And if that feels too heavy, if that whole thing that we just (sighs) said is like, ah, I have to sit and journal and all of that, come up with an intention. Start there. 
Mm. I want to show up as more joyful. Yeah. I want to show up as more brilliant. I want to show up as whatever the word is for you and start there. What is the one action that can help you do that? Mm. It could be getting more sleep. It could be um, journaling. So it doesn't have to be deep, like starting a business like we are. <laughs> right? It can right. just be, this is how I want to change my day. This is how I want to show up at this meeting. I'm going to take five minutes before the next meeting that I walk into and I'm going to breathe and I'm going to be clear on what the intention is for this meeting and what I want to get out of it. I mean, we always come back to this, Miranda, giving yourself more time. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Absolutely. Um, and if you, if you love frameworks and models, use it. If that doesn't work for you, then yeah, what Tara just suggested, the one intention, setting an intention is the simplest, the simplest next right thing. Mm -hmm. And the practice is about practicing. Mm -hmm. So you don't get better at it if you don't try it on. Yeah. Right. And I would say, try it on once, of course, but more than once, keep going and actually see if that was a bad day or if you couldn't get there or if, you know, there was an external force that caused something, keep doing it give yourself some time. And then it's like, okay, this isn't working for me or this isn't working. How do I want to shift? And that's the most important part mm. is give yourself the time to think about and reflect on what's going on so that you can shift. Yeah. Well, I'm taking so much away from this conversation personally <laughs> <laughs> because I am sitting in a lot of resistance and I think the main thing I'm taking away is don't do nothing. <laughs> move, do something, make a move and set that intention, like set that intention and, and make a move in that direction. Cause sitting still, although at times that's useful um, for me right now, I need to move. Agreed. I need to not sit still. Agreed. And congrats on no booze November. I didn't realize hey. that that was happening. So oh, yeah. Good for you. Thank and you. I wish I could say I was on it as well, but no, no <laughs> such luck. Well, you did your own version of that for a long time. So it's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking a lot of kombucha right now. Resistance is like the villain in the movie. No villain, no movie. Resistance really gives significance. And yeah. isn't that true? It's there. Embrace it. Let it be part of your story. Don't fight it. Work through it. And no, the best thing is when you can get to a point where it's like, oh, you're here. Hi, I'm about to embark on something awesome. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It shows up when you're doing the right thing. And that's a wrap on another episode of Tara and Miranda, the podcast. Did you love what you heard? Write a review where you listen to podcasts and share the love with a friend who needs to hear this. And if you have a question, want to know more about us and what we love, or to sign up for updates, visit us at taramiranda.com. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.